0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Chunk and Run Podcast. I'm your host, Zane Smith, and with me, as always, is my other host, Zachary Smith. Zach, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing great. Doing great? Yeah, I know you are. That was pretty wild, man. That was a pretty wild Masters. It was a great Masters. It was a good Masters. It wasn't, obviously, it wasn't the best. Um, You know, a lot of people tuned out just because Scotty was winning uh, by a lot. I even talked to some people on the range at my club that were like, that's the reason they were out there on the range, just because he was up by so much. I understand that. Um, But, yeah, Zach, uh, Zach made a comeback in DraftKings this past week. Fun, fun. We'll be doing the punishment, so stay tuned for that. If you haven't already, click like on this video. Also, subscribe to the podcast. And if you're a podcast listener, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, We'll be happy to entertain you with our uh, sensual voices. Um, Yeah, that's not the word I was looking for. Um, I was looking for like suave, like that that kind of word. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes more sense. Suave voices. Very smooth, silky smooth. Just like Jim Nance at Augusta. Jim Nance. That was a terrible impression. You stink. Um, so, yeah, so Scotty Scheffler takes home the green jacket, Zach. Yeah. That was pretty uh, impressive. Couldn't it have happened to a nicer guy. I don't know why I said it like that. It's not like it happened to him. He actually he won it. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll get into some interesting things about Scotty, a little bit about his background, where he comes from. Crazy statistics. But, Zach, do you have a uh, trivia for us? Well, Zine, uh, I'll get back to you. <laughs> the answer's no. Okay, so no trivia this week. No trivia this week. Zach has been busy all day, um, so we'll, we'll give him a, a pass this time. So, Scotty Scheffler takes home the green jacket. Really, really great. Loved the uh, closing ceremony. He did four-putt the last hole, which is uh, pretty wild. I don't know if you saw that, but, I mean, I'm, I don't know who didn't see it. Not a great finish. I am one who absolutely loves the player who wins to make a pretty big putt to finish a one putt to finish, like Gary Woodland at the I was PGA. Just about to say Gary I mean, that was like one of the coolest things great I've ever fans seen. Too. He's
1: great. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> Shut it. Um, so
0: uh, so yeah. I, I mean, I'm always one to. Wanted to like that better. I, that's why whenever Bubba won uh, his two green jackets, I mean, his uh, that that the first one obviously whenever he hit the hook shot, you know, from the pine straw, that's a cool shot in and of itself. And of course, you gotta give him the two putt. I get it, um, but when it came when it came to his other one, I, I don't like seeing people two putt. It's just not something that I enjoy. Um, and especially when it's a four putt. Yeah. Kinda of ending on a low note, but I mean, hey. I mean at that point, I, I saw this on Twitter, I saw someone tweet this out on Twitter, but at that point just six putt and say you say you won with a six putt, You yeah. know? Like that'd be that'd be cool. you would be like, hey dude, I just won with a six putt. Yeah. Might as well. Could do it. But anyway, that is uh, that's something. So crazy statistics, Zach. We're gonna about to talk some crazy numbers. Absolutely insane numbers. I'm talking, you will, this will blow your mind numbers. First one, Tiger Woods is the only player in, in golf history to win four times in one year with two of those wins, one of them being a major mm-hmm. and the other one being, being a, a World Golf Championship. Okay? That's just outstanding. It really is pretty crazy Scotty Scheffler has won four starts Has won four golf tournaments In 57 days We have never seen We haven't seen something like that Since Since Tiger Tiger. Woods I just I mean Zach do you have any thoughts on this It's kind of It's kind of crazy To see him On the run he's on It's kind of crazy Okay, because, like, you expect... I don't want to say you expect uh, anyone to do... Like, you expect someone, when they get hot, to, you know, compete at a major, compete in many events in a row, and be, like, at the top or near the top in a bunch of events. But to win four times in 57 days is... is it's insane. It is insane. So here's, here's what I wanted to... I wanted to give you guys the list just to throw this out there. Tiger Woods did this in 99, 2000, 2001, 2002. Not 2003 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008. Does that total of 8 times. Yeah. That's absolutely nuts. That's... And it hasn't been done since 2008 and Scotty Scheffler just did it. That, it, that just blows my mind. By the way, it was PGA Tour Communications, that uh, their Twitter, yeah. that tweeted that out. I mean, I just... Yeah. Th- today, so Tiger Woods by Dylan Dethier. De- 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 I can't remember ever remember how to pronounce his name. But he said, if you've forgotten how big of a golf nerd Tiger Woods is, today he compared Scotty Shuffler's current run to Fred couples in nineteen ninety two. Tiger was sixteen at the time. <laughs> so that's that's pretty wild. So I have a crazy stat. I'm ready for it. So please don't say something I already have written on my docket. I hope it's not what you have written on your docket. I will smack you. Vigorously. So, um Scotty Scheffler currently, all right, since the start of twenty twenty, is thirty six under in majors. That's unreal. 36 under Majors. Okay, that is better than 29 under Colin Morikawa, Better than 27 under John Rahm. 20 under Louis Oosthuizen. 19 under Dustin Johnson. 16 under Brooks Kepka, 11 under Paul Casey. Xander Schauffele, 9 under. Hideki Matsuyama, 8 under. And Rory McIlroy, 4 under. That's the top 10 guys in the Majors since 2020. And he leads them by 5. That's crazy, and we had twice the amount of majors in twenty twenty one. Yeah, we did. Wait, twice the amount? You had an extra U.S. Open. You had an extra Masters. Did you have an extra Open Championship or no? We had an extra U.S. Open. Didn't we? No, I think it was just the Masters. Oh, is it just the Masters? Yeah, oh, I'm pretty pretty sure about. So you gonna fact check me here? You you got a fat yeah you gotta look that up while you're looking that up i'm gonna go on to my next point you ready scotty scheffler's year so far just give you a guys a background john rom all of last year not talking within this amount of within within the amount of events we've already played john rom last year was the money list leader at 7.7 million dollars Care to guess what Scotty Scheffler is? I don't know. I'm scared to even know the number. Over $10 million already this season. That's we still have 20. Just to put that into perspective for people. We still have 20 events left in the year. 20 events left in the year. And he's already surpassed it by 3 million. Close to 3 million. Wow, that that just doesn't make sense. With a uh, and and here's a great stat about Colin Morikawa, we just brought him up. With the top five on Sunday, Colin Morikawa has finished top five in each of the four majors in just nine major starts. He is the only one in golf history to have ever done this. That's Dang. nuts. That's crazy. So what's going on in golf right now? It's just, it's awesome to be a to be a witness of it, mm-hmm. to see Tiger Woods. And then obviously, not only that, you had Tiger Woods come back, way faster than everybody predicted. Yeah. Way faster than everybody predicted. We were all saying British Open. He said British Open. And he will play the British Open. He put that. He put, that, that, by he put the way. that timeline on himself, uh-huh. and he put his entry in for the U.S. Open. Yeah, so. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just amazing to be in golf right now with everything going on. Rory McIlroy makes a roaring comeback in the Masters to put some pressure on Scottie Scheffler. Love that. I know because you picked him. Yeah. Shot sixty four on Sunday. That's crazy. That's nuts. And just to put that in perspective, Everyone the rest of the field was o- over par. Yeah, that he and he hole down on eighteen. I know, out of the bunker. Of the bunker. And, and bunker. Colin Morikawa did too. But like, that's insane. Sixty four, the way that course was playing is like, you imagine like a perfect round. That's pretty dang close to yeah. Perfect. Oh yeah. I mean, how hard it was playing? Yeah. On the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's I mean, crazy. It was nuts. It was absolutely. And, and for the record, for those of you who don't live in this part of the country, um just give some Saturday weather ideas of what it was like. So we don't live that far from Augusta. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday morning, it was literally freezing. Mm-hmm. And 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. 30 mile an hour gusts in the afternoon. Or 40 mile an hour gusts in the afternoon. Literally almost blew me over while well. I was getting less. hmm it was blowing. It was blowing hard, all right. And to shoot under par in those conditions because we did see Cam Smith played well on Saturday. That's insane to me. I, yeah. I like that's crazy. Obviously, he's, a, he's another guy that you got to look for in these future events. Him, Scotty. Trying to think of who else is on a on a tear right now. I mean, Idekis still I mean, Sam kind Burns, of, but Hideki is in that same category. If you're talking about Tiger. Win- Wins in the past year. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Three year. wins in the past year. If you're talking year, I'm talking like within the last six months. Okay. Well. I don't think he's been kind of. No, nah, I don't want to say He strong. played well this week.
1: He, he was played, on. He played he on well.
0: Leaderboard. There's a chance if he would have made a push on Sunday, he could have won. He played well. Yeah. No, I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying it's. It, I feel like he's losing steam. You're right, though. There at the year turn, mm-hmm. he was hot. Yeah, he was a hot commodity, especially on drafting. He's still playing well, so. Yeah, he's still playing. He's still a good pick. Like yeah. if you pick him for DraftKings, or if you, if you pick him to win, I mean, not likely he's going to miss the cut. He's most likely going to finish He's going to make the cut. He's most likely going to finish top. Another one. crazy stat: World number one golfers to ever win the Masters whenever they were holding the world number one position since it's been you know kept. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian Woosnam in '91, Fred Couples in '92 tiger woods in 2001 and 2002 dustin johnson in 2020 and scotty scheffler in 2022 there's only five of them now granted that's not a long history because it's yeah i mean we've only been keeping it since like the 90s yeah because jack still 30 years jack definitely won it when he would have been world number one for sure (laughs) i think that goes without saying (laughs) but uh yeah Yep. joins a pretty exclusive list for sure he really does players to win the Masters at ages 25 years or younger Scotty Scheffler, Horton Smith, Gary Player Byron Nelson, Jack Nicklaus, Selvi Ballesteros Jordan Spieth and Tiger Woods yep it, the list goes on and on of how amazing this past weekend was we saw Tiger Woods come back it's just been a great it was a great tournament, great tournament great, it's been a great past year for golf Mm-hmm. In, in in total. It really has. Uh, we also had something on at, at the Masters that happened. Um, we had some flubs. We had some people flubbing it. Oh, gosh. I think Zach knows what's about to come up. So, during the CBS broadcast, we had a problem, Zachro. So, while uh, the I think the camera was on Cam Smith, or Scotty, um, on whole... What was it? Probably 15 or 16, mm-hmm. and they're getting ready for their shot. All of a sudden, you hear Nick Faldo say on air. He says, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe what just happened." Now, Zach, the only other people on the course at the time are basically Rory McIlroy and Colin Markawa. and they're on 18. They're hitting. They're they've they've got bunker shots in 18. Yeah. And he and he, the camera goes to Rory, and you're like. I can't believe what he just did, because you know what's gonna happen now. Yeah. You know what's gonna happen now. It's ruined. You can never take it back. Yeah. It's uh, he's been there eighteen years. I thought you were gonna mention how bad Victor Hovland did around the greens, but yeah, no, that was he for an experienced broadcaster. That's a horrible. Well, oh, that's no news. Hovland's had a problem with ch- with chipping. Well, it was football. bad. It was, But you have to chip at the match. You have to be able to. It was some chip. of the worst short game I've ever seen on TV. But you have to be able to chip at the match. I realize that. But it's some of the worst short game I've seen on TV. Okay, I'm just saying. That's not news. Like, he needs to put a chipper in the what is news? <laughs> what is news is Fowdo doing what he did. He did say he screwed up. Uh, he went on the Dan Patrick show. He did say that he screwed that up. That wasn't exactly the words he used, but. Yeah, it wasn't the words he used. <laughs> We won't say the words he used. Yeah. But he said that was a rookie mistake, and he said he screwed up. He said he got caught up in that moment for a split second, and, re- and he reacted. Yeah. Uh, he, he he did make a mention, like... And and I, under, I kind of understand where he's coming from, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're a broadcaster. You can't be telling yeah. people what is going to happen before they get to see it. Yeah. You just have to act like... You have to act like you didn't see it. You have to act like... Oh my gosh, Rory's got a chance here. Let's see what he can do. Yeah. This is a very, and he can even set it up. He can set it up with a suspense. He can say, this is a really difficult bunker shot. You know, the chances of him making this are next to nil. You could, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can build. So, you can make it interesting. So here's a he question. Zane. he decided to absolutely ruin it. Here's a question, Zane. Do sorry, you think, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Do you think that that was him? Rooting for McIlroy. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. No, he even said that. He he said that something like, for a split second, he saw Rory in a green jacket. And not that's not uncalled for because, say, Scotty Scheffler folds down 17 and 18. Four putts twice in a row or something like it's that. It's easy to get blocked out on 18, Yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. So, with it being that easy to get blocked out on 18... Of course, he has a chance. Yeah. After holding that. so <laughs> so crazy. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. It's, it's insane to think that someone that far back, because he was not even close. No. He's, he's he way could even the charge that he I mean, that's.
1: Almost... It makes
0: it makes up for him blowing up before. Yeah. Even without him winning. It makes up for him blowing up before. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I firmly believe that. Yeah, firmly believe that. So good on, good on, good on McIlroy. You know. Yeah. Good on McElroy. Great, great round. Shot sixty four, which is amazing at Augusta, especially in the conditions. People don't real people that don't play golf don't realize how good that is. So they got... see they see they see them playing in other events and yeah. shooting that low and going. And, and basically saying oh yeah that's doable yeah why don't they shoot even why don't they just shoot even par yeah yeah exactly Aren't they the best in the world yeah yeah they are the, the people that say, say that is. make kind of make me angry because i like seeing hard golf i yeah. like seeing them i like seeing them struggle so here's a question for you zane because i gotta ask this i'm ready uh, what do you think you would shoot at the Masters this week? After watching the tournament, what do you think you would have shot this week at the Masters? See, I saw Laird, uh, Laird, Shepherd, uh, who was who played in the Georgia Cup. He was the British Am amateur. Mm-hmm. He shot 22 over. So my guess is something over 22 over. Really? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think maybe like if I'm playing great. Right, maybe 22 over maybe 20 over you gotta realize it's four rounds of golf in in random weather well that was two rounds of golf because he missed the cut oh that's very true not four rounds of golf it's two rounds of golf dude yeah but i'm guessing you mean two rounds in case unless you missed the cut i was just saying like if you would have played augusta once this week like oh just one round yeah like, what would be my average? What would be your number? What would be my number? Par 72. I'd probably shoot, honestly, good round 80. Okay. Just saying. Good yeah, round, I said. Good round 80. I said. From their tees, good if round If I 80. played great, I would be a, might be able to break 80. Good round 80. I said 78, and then. No. no listen. Come on, man. If I had a great round. I know you. <laughs> they don't. I do. Zane, let's play around. Huh? Okay, we will. I'm sick of this man bad-mouthing me. I'm, I'm going to smoke this man. How is that bad-mouthing you? I just said I'd shoot 80. I said that's playing my best. And I said... You said a good round. You didn't say... I said Okay, best. I said good round. I said great round. Like, everything was working. You didn't say that. You said 78. I said great round. I'm, you did not say great I round. I did say great round. Roll back the tape. Anyway... Um and then probably it'd be anywhere from like seventy eight to if I play bad like nineties. Mm. Like if I play bad, there's a legitimate chance you shoot ninety out there. Yeah, oh yeah. Hey, if you're not careful, yeah, you're four putting. Yeah, like the cert- like a certain Masters champion. Yeah, like a certain Masters champion exactly. Um, speaking of four putting, Tiger Woods and his final round. Oh God. <laughs> couldn't scare the whole day <laughs> good lord uh he even said he couldn't make putt yeah he said uh that's the worst putting it years. felt like he was doing putting practice like he hit a thousand putts out there today and if you watched him in that final round it looked like he had a thousand putts i out believe day. it you there wasn't very many of of uh camera pan shots where he made anything anything yeah he had a hard, he had a couple hard lip outs, but I mean that weekend was tough for him on the putting green, especially because he started pretty good on the greens. To be fair, dude was hurting. I mean, you, yeah, you, you could, could see him limping. He, he's limping, and not only that, he's but grimacing I himself. will say what what a man. Like the proved me wrong. I, I didn't think he'd make the cut, and he did. Yeah. Oh yeah, he proved you wrong. He he <laughs> definitely proved you wrong. You know. I, oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I'm just saying, you you were wrong. You know what? Uh, I don't. Uh, I'm not gonna mention his name, but the ping rep agreed with me, and he made a bet that Tiger would not make the cut. He well, he lost see. that bet. He did lose that bet, but I talked. You lose to him. that bet. You lose that bet nine times talked out. Talked to 10. him last Friday morning, and he's like, "I need Tiger to drop like a 76 today." <laughs> yeah. But uh, alas. He made the cut, which is good for golf. I'm glad he made the cut. Oh, Let yeah. me reiterate, I don't, I didn't think he was gonna miss the cut because I wanted him to miss the cut. I thought he was gonna miss the cut because his timeline was the Open, and mm. he's coming in at the Masters, the two halves of the year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. But uh, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Fantastic tournament, fun to watch. Um. Uh, Again, like you said, I love tough golf, and uh, yeah. So we've got another guy who flubbed it after the Masters. We have Terrell Hatton. So, Zach, we all know that the Masters is difficult. We all know that Augusta National is difficult. We all know that it's one of the most, one of probably one of the most challenging golf courses all of mankind has ever generated.
1: Yeah.
0: This man decided that he was going to I guess he was talking to Golf Digest. I saw this, yeah. Oh. And he said um yeah, let's 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 go to the let's roll the tape. He said uh yeah, but you can hit good shots here and not get any reward for it, Hatton said. It's unfair at times. I don't agree with that. This is, okay, so this is this is actually kind of funny, okay, because a few years ago, you remember Rory? I do. said that European courses were too easy and that you could see bad golf be played and people shoot way low mm-hmm. because you could spray it all over the place, but the rough's not thick. There's no tree. There's no trees. And that is why, so so what what uh so it's kind of funny because when you look at augusta national obviously it's a difficult course but it's difficult for a whole lot of reasons it's difficult for a whole lot of reasons the greens are one of them uh landing spots landing zones are one or small. another um and let's not you know i'm not going to say go any two ways about it uh, he played bad
1: yeah Wow. He
0: did. It wasn't like he was hitting great shots and getting bad breaks. He was missing greens. He was missing putts. He was not hitting fairways. He played bad. Yeah. So to go out there and say you can hit good shots and not get any reward for it, it's like, well, then hit a good shot. <laughs> and then actually let's see the result. Yeah, and we, that's so, we saw that- what good shots got people. Yeah, and that's not saying that he didn't hit any good shots the entire tournament, because obviously he did. He's a very, very good, talented player. Here's my problem with it, and it goes on. Ready? He yeah. says, if you hit a good shot, you should end up near the hole. Not then not then, short-sighted into a bunker because of the slopes that they've created and stuff. Yeah, I don't think it's a fair test at times, and when you hit good shots, you're not reward, rewarded for it. It shows. I would love to see this man play a Donald Ross. Club. I just, yeah, dude. This if man, you think, you think, like, Donald Ross is, like, notorious for this. Yeah, turtle backs, man. Yeah, where you can hit a shot. It looks like they buried his coffin underneath the green. You can hit a shot, and the only reason, well, the main reason I know this is because our grandfather, yeah, Gail Shaw, he's a member at uh, Mark Twain Golf Country Club, yeah. Elmira, New York, very very good course. Um, course, but there are there's legitimately holes yeah up I, specifically where it. if you did not play it beforehand, you would not be able to play it yeah because some of the greens some of the slopes unless you know unless you played it yep enough times you don't know where to hit the ball precise. So, there is a specific hole, and you remember, you'll remember you remember this. It's about a 200-yard par-3 uphill, and it's basically three levels. Okay, you have a front level. No, it's two levels. Two levels. Two levels. You have a front level, and you have a back level. hmm The front level has a false front. Yeah. Very steep false front. If you roll off the front of the green, it's 20 yards away from the green. Yeah. In the middle is another very steep slope that separates the levels. Mm-hmm. If you are playing to a front pin position on that hole, if you hit it into the hill behind the hole, Mm -hmm. it will roll off the front of the green. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It could be... It's like Whether it's a good shot, it's a bad shot, it's a bad shot because you should know... Well, if you played the course before, you should know if I hit this second hill, it's going to roll all the way off the front. Oh, yeah. Is it frustrating? Yes. (laughs) But was it a good shot... No. Yeah. You you didn't play the shot that the hole required you to hit. Yes. So this is this is my problem with this statement. This is treating golf like darts on a dartboard. Yeah. That is not golf. Yeah. Okay? In some instances it it works like that for yeah. sure. Like if you're just playing in a regular parkland, course, you know, flat greens Florida courses just elevated green. Yep, just look, basically looks like a dartboard. The Florida swing. Game. How did Terrell Hatton? Did he he won a lot in the Florida Florida swing, didn't he? I don't know. I don't think. Oh, that's right. He didn't win an event <laughs> yeah. in the Florida swing where every green is completely flat. And anyway, flatter, <laughs> much flatter. The course um, is flatter. The greens are flatter. More mostly elevated. But yeah, so th- that's my point. Is it's not that. Yeah. It's not. It's yeah. it's being able to play the the sh- the hole in front of you. Yep. How it requires you to play it. Sometimes. Sometimes it any sometimes it maybe finding a way that nobody has found yet. People do that all the time. One of the coolest shots in all of Masters history was that huge uh, hybrid, was it a hybrid or it was a wood? Wood by Louis Oosthuizen made the double eagle. Yep. Right? What is that, a hole six, seven? It was that par five. Well, which one is that? Par five goes down the hill. Yeah. Everybody knows what I'm talking yep. about. Hits it, right? Hits the front of the green. hmm With that shot, I don't think he's thinking it's going to go next to the hole. Yeah. But it hits, rolls all the way to the back, and that slope takes it all the way down the hole, and it drops. Yep. Right? In his mind, he's not thinking, I'm going to go at the pin. No. Right, you just think I'm gonna hit a good shot right at the front of the green. Whatever happens, happens. Yep, exactly. And it's it's weird to me. And if he if Hatton was actually firing at pins, yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's you a you don't moron. fire pins at the Masters. You don't do that. That that reminds me of Rory McIlroy a long time ago. I think you remember this. Whenever Webb Simpson at Olympics, Olympics said, "I'm just gonna go out there and attack it." It was literally like the toughest U.S. Open setup ever. Literally. Not like, even not even figuratively. Yeah, it was literally, literally the hardest. And they did that because Congressional the previous year was perceived as too easy. Yeah. So they overreacted and made it insanely hard. To be fair, Congressional was easier. It was much easier, and it, the Greens were playing soft because of the weather. Yeah, it doesn't... I don't think Congressional played as hard as it should have that's not just take anything away from rory yeah played amazing he uh, he blew that he tournament out of the water yeah he won by a long shot yeah but i think i i again i prefer to see people struggle mm-hmm. like the masters this year was great because everybody struggled even scotty how well he played dude you could tell it was hard because everybody was like over par you remember how many times he took that jacket off on sunday the vest yeah it's like 427 times. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, couldn't decide. And the, and if you want to talk about golf courses that aren't fair, you have to look at courses like... Where, where did Jordan Spieth win the U.S. Open at? Jordan Spieth? Uh, that's a good question. I can't even remember. It was the one where everything was like putt-putt. Yeah, you keep talking. I'm going to look at it. Uh, but, like, everyone remembers looking back at that. You saw, like, 20 pga tour professionals come out and be like these greens are are gone they're just not even here you could see like the chambers diff- bay chambers bay oh what? i i knew that why did i even look i guess because i always think of chambers bay and i think of dustin johnson blowing it <laughs> i don't think of sorry No, that's dustin. whistling Straits, isn't it no that was that was chambers bay was three whist- putted the final green that's chambers, oh, bay. chambers bay and then he also did the thing at whistling that's, Straits. that's the pga oh that was that was PGA? pga championship oh okay yeah. Well, he got screwed? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, and you could tell by watching, the balls do this when they putt. Just going back and forth on the That's because they, they literally, I think they top-seeded uh, with fescue. Pescue. Yeah. And it looked splotchy. It looked horrible. The greens were like rocks. Like, they weren't spinning at all. That was also the same tournament that Jason Day took that tumble on whenever yep. he fell because of the vertigo. Yeah. Yeah. I same mean one. it was that is a course that's set up poorly. Yeah, I it's not a US open course. Yeah. So I've always and, and maybe you'll disagree with me. Let's have this little debate right now. Okay. Um, I think that all US Open courses should have tree lines every single one of them because us open the, the in the US golf is always before before uh, before all these new link style courses came in golf in in the US has always been more parkland it's always been more tree lines yeah hills right yep. hilly not flat rolling hills because it started in the northeast. hmm and the push that the u.s that that i guess it was the usga made over like the past make it four years more putting open. it at hills where it's putting it at courses that are more link style just is atrocious to me yeah it just doesn't feel it. like a u.s open as bad as i thought congressional was because it played very soft and and stuff like that yeah um it still was lined. it still looked like a u.s open course yeah whereas like yeah that part i didn't mind yeah chambers bay was desolate it looked weird it just didn't look it, it looked wasn't, like it wasn't a Lynx. no but it also wasn't a us open course yeah it just it didn't fit with either yeah and so it just kind of felt like why are we playing the us open here yeah a good example that i always give is champions gate Right? Yeah. So if anybody's ever played Champions Gate, you have the National and the International. Now, I don't know what kind of shape they're in now. Um, they've went back and forth over the years. But the Nationals, mostly tree-lined. There's some holes that aren't, Yeah. And that's fine. But you have a lot more tree line, It's a lot tighter. There's not. You can't spray it. Yeah. International's a little different. Yeah, you have some water, but there's, there's... a lot of holes where if I spray it with the driver... I'll be all right. Yeah. There's I can, bunkers too uh, on the international. A for lot of sure. Bunkers. For sure. But there's places where are not down the middle where you can miss it and have a decent shot in. Yeah. National, that doesn't, that isn't the case. Yeah. You have a lot of places where you have a lot of huge misses. Yeah. Where it, you really get into trouble. Yeah. And that's how I define a U.S. Open course.
1: Uh-huh. I
0: define a U.S. Open course as. Something so freaking difficult because you've got twenty yard fifteen to twenty yard fairways lined with Thick rough. Ankle high rough trees. Trees lining most of the fair if not all, most of the fairways.
1: Mhm.
0: Bunkers placed next to landing zones.
1: hmm
0: Bunkers placed behind behind and around greens. Yeah. That's what I look for yeah. in a US open. Yeah and uh yeah no we i agree with you so yeah debate and that i mean that's the difference that is the difference between the masters and the u.s open masters a lot is a lot relies a lot more on augusta's undulation yeah as the thing that makes it so difficult Yep. whereas u.s open yeah there's undulation we saw it with olympic but but uh it's a lot more about all the other factors that go into making a golf course difficult you know what i mean not being able to shape shots like you want to on given holes does that make sense yeah that makes sense i mean do you agree with that no i, I completely agree it requires you know being able to shape the ball both ways it requires and that's why being, i like it. being more on all of the time yeah that's why it was so amazing with scotty because he does not have a reliable draw yeah, he takes such a weak left hand grip, mm-hmm. like it's so weak. He just—I don't know if you saw him on a what was it hole eleven, mm-hmm. that par five. He seems like swinging to right field, try to swing out of his shoes to right field to get that thing. Oh, come, dude, coming dude the other it's way. not pretty. Like it, his swing is already what I consider not very beautiful. Yeah, but, but that one, man, it looks bad whenever he's trying to curve that thing left. <laughs> it really does. Didn't hit a great shot there on Sunday either, but, but he you know he won so yeah, this is what it is, yeah. So uh, both of those guys flubbed it this past weekend, Faldo and Hatton. Yeah. I just uh, I wish he would retract his statement, Terrell. And we expect a retraction Tyrell. by next episode. Yeah, expect a retraction, Tyrell uh the pga junior league is starting up so that's news going on around the country the pga junior league is starting up we're excited for that they at the golf club of georgia we've got a good amount of kids this season i know zach you're doing something similar right with the academy program Yeah, we're doing the academy program pretty excited about it yeah it's um, got teams kind of like the pga it's really yeah. good format if you know if there's parents listening out there you find a pga junior league or something near you yeah really helps get the kids involved and really gets them hit you know playing a great game they'll be able to play for the rest of their life absolutely and usually the coaches right? like me and you you know will be able to work with if they're beginners great you know we'll be able to work with them at, at their skill level and um, yeah just make sure they got some clubs because not a, not all courses carry kids clubs for rent and stuff so yeah obviously make sure you do that in other news US open entries. Tiger Woods and the lefty. Phil. Phil McDaddy has registered an entry for the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. Okay. That's exciting. Who, who finishes better? If you had Tiger to pick right now, Or Tiger Phil? At Torrey. My Pines. money's on Tiger. Yeah. At Torrey. Just Tiger given, at given Torrey. His, given his history. And at as Torrey. A, and his history of playing injured at that course At Torrey. Feel yeah. pretty good about him, at- dude. How how legendary? I'm actually probably gonna pick him. <laughs> I will too. How Sorry. how legendary would that be if, if he, he were to win a Tory? Second Tory Pines U.S. Open with a bad leg. With a bad leg, that'd be nuts, dude. That'd be hilarious. I would lose um, my mind. Lose my mind, man. No, Scheffler's going for the Grand Slam this year. Yeah, that'd be cool, dude. That would be epic if he's the first person to do it since bobby jones that would be epic i would be i would be um, there's no chance no I, chance there's no chance technically and this is the thing this is where a lot of people forget um tiger basically did it tiger did the tiger slam he just didn't start with the masters that given year so it's not the grand slam it is though come it's on man slam. it is though it's not the grand slam he did the tigers tiger slam counts bro no he won four majors in a row I don't care it's not the grand slam you can think whatever you want you think you can just go to a waffle house and naughty waffles i don't where were you going with that what you think you can just go to a waffle house order a waffle and then call it a grand slam no you gotta order the grand slam okay i can't just order the other stuff off the a la carte and make it a grand slam yeah but it's more expensive it is but i'm saying isn't that still a grand and... slam yeah, but it's not as good because you're paying more. But you just said it was, right? So that's the same thing. It's I the order same it off the If I order it off the a la carte No, you I know what? I disagree with myself from two seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, because you ruined it by saying yeah. No, yeah, I, you're still wrong. No, I'm right. Nope. I'm right, it counts. All right. So yeah, Phil McDaddy uh, signed up for entry, filed for entry for the U.S. Open, so I am begging the USGA to let him in. Just begging, because they can choose not to. They can choose to make him go through. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think because U.S. Open, yes, U.S. Open, because he obviously he's not a past champion. I think he would have to. I think he would have to qualify if they don't give uh, give him an exemption. But um, but hopefully, man, I hope he makes it. I hope they they let him in. Um. So yeah, that's that's pretty much it for news of the week. Okay. Uh, Zach, Zach, do you have anything for for people? Uh, not really. Not really. No. Um. It was, it was a great tournament we got to experience last week. You know, treasure good majors because you don't get them every year. Yep. Or every major. Yep. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions this week goes to Scotty Scheffler for using a molded training grip for practice at the Masters. <laughs> there you go. Was that to help with his draw? Everybody clap for Scotty. Was that to help with his draw? I don't know. I guess. Had to have been, right? To strengthen his grip. Yep. Uh, another shout out uh, that people might not know um, Vince Whaley, Wills Zalatoris, and Scotty Scheffler all grew up in the same neighborhood. <laughs> Something's in that water. I'm going to go raise my children there. <laughs> and the last thing that I wanted to say, where is mm. it? Go ahead, Zach. Arnold <sighs> mentioned Matthew Stafford. There you go. And Scotty Scheffler, both went to the same high school. Hey! I saw that. I didn't know so that. So you had uh, the Masters awesome. champion and the Super Bowl champion quarterback from the same high school in one year. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yep, the Fire, the Southeastern University, SEU Fire, I played for the men's golf team. They finished second in an OKC. And Danielle Owens, who became the 12th player in the program in history, to record an Eagle. Really? Yeah. 12th player in history. That's That's a, that's a woman, by the way. Yeah. So that's oh. the women's golf team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing against women. But there's a lot more than 12 players in history that recorded an Eagle for Southeastern. That's what I thought. Man. That was my confusion. So, yeah. So congratulations to the ladies' golf team at Southeastern. Um, so, yeah. That's pretty much all we got today. DraftKings. Kings? Draft Kings time. So this week they're playing the RBC Heritage. Yeah. Uh, really looking forward to seeing what they can do, uh, what the players do. There's a lot of guys this week um, that are playing in Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina, uh, from the Masters that were on the Masters um, on their uh, field in their field. Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't find that word, but uh, so, so Zach, let's go ahead uh, talk a little bit about. Obviously, let's let's go to the picks. Let's go to picks. So, why don't you go first? Alright, so my picks this week, I'm very excited about uh, going for five in a row. I'm pretty much the best ever at DraftKings. We both won money last week. Let's just go ahead and put that out there. I did well. Zane did fine. He just had Rory McElroy in the final round. That's not okay. And you know who that Zane, Zane had in the final round? Cam, Cam Smith. Smith. Um... So you're lucky this is kid friendly. So this week, um, starting off again, bottom of the ticket, Joel Damon, right. Uh sixty eight hundred dollars. He's played well in this event in the past. Uh, you know, a key to winning at this course is striking the ball well. They have very small greens at RBC, and uh, I-, I think uh, my entire team is gonna is gonna fit that. So I'm just going to put that out there at the beginning. But my first pick is Joel Nauman. Damon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh, my first pick is going to be um, he's won this tournament before him. He has been cut at this tournament twice, I believe, in the past four years. Um, but I, I feel a good I feel a good turnaround. CT Pan. I yep. feel a good turnaround. Like he's there. won this event. So That's I'm a good pretty part. excited about him. Go ahead. So my next pick, uh, another good ball striker and a guy that, you know, a lot of people don't remember how good he actually used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is Lucas Glover. Um, He's 7, been 200- playing pretty good. Yeah, he has been playing pretty good. Uh, $7,200. Um, again, the name of the game here is ball striking. Lucas Glover is a very, very good ball striker. Um, if he can get it together this week, he definitely has a chance to contend. Um, but uh, I feel very, very confident he's going to make the cut. Nice. I got Luke List. Luke List. He's good by pick. far the lowest um, points-per-game guy. However, however, he's had a history of playing well in this event. Yeah. And he played the Masters. So he's he's been playing pretty good this past year. Yeah. And, and Luke List, just like I was talking about, fantastic ball striker. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic ball Go ahead. Striker. My next pick... Uh, the staple. I'm just going to start calling him the staple. It's Maverick McNeely. Okay. there's <laughs> Nowhere else you can go. $7,900. He's played very well in this event in the past. He's finished runner-up before, um, and he's playing better this year than he probably ever has his entire life. There's a legitimate shot he could win this event. He's only $7,900. Very good ball striker. Very great player. Um, Maverick McNeely. He's only like 24, by the way. Hmm? Have you seen pictures of Maverick Franklin? He looks like no, he's I, 16. No, I know. He looks like a kid. He's like Will's al Torres or Justin Thomas. He looks younger than both of those guys. <laughs> like not Will Will's looks pretty young. Uh, Maverick looks like, looks a, like a little boy. I love you though, Maverick. It's amazing how small some of those guys on tour are. Yeah. And <laughs> they still mash it. Yeah. It's wild. All right. Uh, my next guy is going to be the veteran
1: Cooch.
0: Matt Coocher. I like that pick. Um, obviously a great ball striker, like you're always sent, like you're like you're talking about. You know, he's doing pretty good this season. He's got 70 points per game fantasy-wise. Uh very excited about what he can do at the Heritage. He's played well in this in this tournament in the past. So yeah, Matt Coocher, cooch. Alright, my next pick. I I'm a huge fan of this guy. Okay. This is kind of a hard pick, but also, like I said, great ball striking equals great results at this event. Mm -hmm. Tommy Fleetwood, $8,200. I feel pretty good about the pick. It is, I feel like, overspending a little bit on him. It is. But at the same time, he has played well this year so far. Definitely an improvement from how he did last season. Mm. Um, He's got a great swing. He's a great ball striker. I feel like he's got a chance to contend. I'm going to pick your boy, Billy Horschel. I decided Billy not to last second. So he's got 80 fantasy points per game. He's been great. He's been playing very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just th- And he's also played well in this tournament in the past. So I'm excited for what Billy can do. I've picked him in the past in draft kings. He hasn't always worked out for me. So let's hope that this changes things. Uh, this is a guy that I picked last week and a guy that does very well at this event, and that is Russell Henley. Okay? Yeah, I did not pick okay. him did not no. so russell henley the first thing you need to know about russell henley is he has been mr consistently mr. Consistency. mr consistently mr consistency this season words are hard dude he has not missed a cut he's got two top tens 86.5 fantasy points per game mm-hmm. he is number one on tour and strokes gained approach there's your, there's your uh, ball striking thing. Yep. So. Number one on Tour and Strokes games approach. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be a favorite in this event. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I've got Sung J M. We all know how well he's playing. Uh, had a chance there in the Masters if he continued to play well over the weekend. Fortunately, he faded a little bit coming down the stretch, yep. but uh, he did play well. Mm-hmm. He's playing amazing this season. He's also played well in this tournament in the past. 80, uh, you know, he's got 81 fantasy points per game. I think he's an easy pick for this event. I think he has a chance to win, especially coming off the Masters. Go ahead with your. I'm picking a guy that's peeved this week. Peeved? He's peeved. He's peeved. He's peeved at his caddy. At himself. Oh, okay. For hole 12 at the Masters. No way. And that You're is Cam him. Smith. You're picking him. I. This is the first time ever. I have picked Cam Smith, and it's very simple. Uh-huh. Cam Smith is number eight on tour and strokes gained approach. Yeah. Okay? He has played fantastically all season. He played well last weekend. Yeah. He's He played well, very well last weekend. You know, surprised me a little bit. I'm going to be honest. I know. Made you me were nervous. telling me it was a bad pick. Uh, I was telling you Corey Connors is a bad pick, but... And you were wrong about that as I well. I was wrong about that as well. Heck yeah, Corey Connors! Still lost. Didn't pick him, though. Um, but uh, 86, 80, 98.6 fantasy points per game. He's the second highest in fantasy points per game on the DraftKings chart. Mm. Right below Justin Thomas. Um, but if you're going to buy Justin Thomas, you have to spend over $11,000 to do yeah. it. Whereas Cam Smith... At 10, 8, I feel pretty good about Yeah, I didn't spend... Any, so, I, obviously, a little di- bit different than last week. I didn't spend anything close to that on any any single player. Mm. I picked Shane freaking Lowry. So, here's the thing, guys. If he doesn't have that kerfuffle with his caddy in the Masters, he has a real shot at winning the whole thing. Like, Wait, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, yeah. so if, if you remember... And you might want to go back and look at this. His caddy gave him a wrong yardage. At least that's what it appears to be. And he got pissed at the caddy. This must have been a reoccurring thing kind of over the week. Or maybe maybe during that week. Or maybe it's just been happening the last few weeks and we just haven't caught wind of it. Um, but he was very upset. And he ended up three or four putting that green. I think it was hole 11. I think it was over the water uh-huh. there at that par five. So he laid up, hit his wedge, tw- like at least 15 yards past the pin, because the pin's up front that day. Yeah. And yeah, he was livid. So I think without that, he has a real shot at, at going super low. He was playing phenomenally. He's playing pretty good. Phenomenally. Yeah. Uh, going into this week, though, that's one thing. Does. If, unless there's personal issues that happening, I think he's an easy top ten this week. Okay. Easy top ten. So that's that's why I picked him. So that's that's my list. Um, that's Zach's list. How are you feeling? I feel like this is another dub. Uh, going for five in a row this week. You know, it seems like it's just a, a, it's just like a recurring theme on the show that you lose. Let me go grab one more sip of this before we get. Wait, before we, before we do last week's punishment, what you have to pick this week's punishment. Yes, I do, and I already have it picked out. You ready? Yep. Whoever loses this week okay. has to stick a hot Cheeto, a flaming hot Cheeto, up your nose for five minutes. Five minutes? Five minutes. Okay. Yeah. You're worse about spice than I am. This is nah. just- this only hurts you. Five minutes. And as a man of honor and a man of distinction, Dude. Zach Wynn bought this moisturizing hand soap that is baby friendly, so hopefully I do not die after brushing my teeth with this. And don't worry, guys. I'm not going to throw this away. This it is, is going in my bathroom. It is black elderberry, which if it... Tastes like that. I'm gonna be bad, but I have a feeling it, it won't. smells really good. Smell it. No, Z, it's, yeah, it's locked. Why'd you lock it? It's I haven't opened it yet. It does smell good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how much? Do it just one, one little dab. Yeah, just like you would with a toothpaste. Yeah, that's fair. Do I have to press the button, or can I just scrub? You can just scrub. All right, so how long? How long do I have to do it for? Just 10 seconds. Just 10? Yeah. Exactly. I feel like you already know how bad this is going to be. Have you ever done this before? I've never brushed my teeth with soap, no. Hold on, hold on. Let me... Get it on your nose? Yeah, on
1: my nose hold a little on. bit.
0: I'll set a timer. Okay, it is very potent, that that uh, that smell. Yeah, it is. 10 seconds. Ready? I'm ready. 3, Two, one, go. It's really, it, it's really not that bad. It doesn't taste bad? It don't taste good. Dang it. All right, it don't go. taste good, but it doesn't taste <laughs> bad, you know what I'm saying? You can stop. What? I can what? It just looks like you're brushing your teeth right now. I can what? I can, I can stop? Yeah. It's actually not yeah. how I can keep going like this all like, Well, that's been the Chunk and Run podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Zach, do you have anything to tell the audience? Like and subscribe to the video. We'll catch you guys next week. All right, see you guys later. Like, subscribe to the video if you want to see more of this. I think they're going to like it. (laughs) I need you to stop. That's too much. (laughs) Wash your mouth out. Don't swallow it.